Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alec Deschback. And I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record. Cool. Cool. Another flawless permanent record for me. I was only suspended from high school one time. Uh, Alex, do you not know the reference? I'm, I'm sure I should, but no, not right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, it's only a little band called the Violent Femmes. No big deal. Oh. You mean the band currently touring with Flogging Molly? Uh, that's having Les and Jake open for them on two dates and then switching over to be first in the Gimme Gimmies. Uh, so you're saying the band that is better than all of those other bands that you just listed? Uh, yep. No. Cool. Better than on. one of those bands I listed. <laughs> How are you today, man? Fantastic. It's good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. You're holding up? Yeah. I got to see River Cuomo with a mullet. So, yeah, oh. that's really, uh, that's really all, all I need in life. That's very nice. I got pulled over yesterday uh, in rural Oklahoma. It was a absolute treat. Uh, I'm sure it was a delight. I'm surprised you're not in the local county jail right now. Uh, well, I was only going four miles over the speed limit, so it's it's wow. not a huge surprise. Okay. Um, how are you not in a federal penitentiary? <laughs> I should be. Uh, so I sell medical marijuana here, and I had a lot of it on me. Uh, also, he has... A license and approval to, to do such. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I was well yeah. within the legal yes. limits. But even still. But even still, he still goes to middle school I'm, playgrounds and like hands out free samples. <laughs> yeah. Got to get the kids started early. Otherwise, I'm mm-hmm. not going to make. Papa needs to make his dollars. Yeah. But yeah, it was in. Uh, it was actually in between my two parents' hometowns, which is buttfuck Oklahoma. It's yeah. it's absolutely nowhere on the map. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where I got pulled over. Uh, absolutely great. I got let off with a warning though. Yeah. <laughs> the The first thing he said to me was, uh, if you have a driver's license, you're going to be let off with a warning. So I was like, oh, okay. I have that. Also, that makes it seem like it's a real problem in that the town of like 200, that like half the population there doesn't have a driver's license. Oh yeah. The, uh, the town that my dad lived in, uh, was a one dispensary town uh, with probably three stoplights. That really surprises me because, Even like, I yeah, yeah, because like I've driven through like like back road towns and I've still seen like two or three Several, dispensaries. Yeah. yeah, I even saw like uh, like Green Buffalo is a dispensary here, Norman, that has a few. And I took uh, back road through like the middle of nowhere and I saw a Green Buffalo dispensary set up in something that looked like it wasn't even town. Like there, there's nothing else around it. Just miles and miles of empty roads and empty field, and then just a random great, small green buffalo dispensary. Yep, sounds right. These are everywhere here. Yeah, that's yeah. how small yeah. this town was. So yeah, yeah I was absolutely shaking. Uh, <laughs> I I had the logo of my company on mm. my shirt, and I quickly covered that up and yeah. tucked it into my uh, sleeve, and I was a okay. I'm always like, I do have like a shirt that says A cab on it. Uh, oh god and on the back it says all capes are bastard it, it, it's a boy shirt yeah. uh but like i and like i typically only wear that shirt to punk shows and like nowhere else but like i do like have this fear that like i'm gonna be wearing that shirt driving to a show or heading home from a show yeah and i'm gonna be screwed yep uh if it's my cousin that pulls you over then you're fine though okay I'll, I i'll ask every time no matter what i'll be like are you matt's cousin that'll be my opening salvo uh and I'm sure it'll go off like gangbusters. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we talking about today? Oh. Uh, we got news. Okay. Have, oh, my God. We have some news. 
uh, Hawkeye has a release officially. No. The Hawkeye TV show I'm will stoked. be out November 24th. I don't know if I'd care as much about this show, but the fact that it seems to be heavily you care influenced. About the fact that it's coming out? Well, no, but the fact that it's heavily influenced seems to be by Matt Fraction and David Oshaw's Hawkeye run yep. uh, is what makes me really excited for it. Yeah, I am absolutely wet if they do that. Uh, I hope they use the word bro no less than 80 times. Yeah, in, I agree. Uh, six episodes yeah. or eight episodes, however many it is. Uh, and you 100% know why if you read that storyline. Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons is being pursued for the role of Jim Gordon in Batgirl. For for some reason, my brain went to J.K. Rowling. She is, uh, <laughs> she is going to be the new Commissioner Gordon. And I was like, wow, that is one way to turn around your public image. Yeah, they are doing a transphobic Batman for the, uh, the upcoming yeah, Batgirl yeah. series. Um, they also cast Batgirl, though, too. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Grace yeah. from In the Heights. Yeah. Did Into you? the Heights. Did you watch? All up in the heights. Did you watch In the Heights or Into the Heights? No interest. I watched it for like half an hour and it was oh, good, God. but it, it wasn't for me, so I turned it off. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a weird way to watch films and stuff, but hey, if you're not going to really love it, I mean, yeah. that's another hour and 15 minutes you just it, it, Yeah, it's a two-hour movie, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, you're not going to hear me complain about that. Yeah, I saw it. No trumpets or trombones, no skanking, no rude boys or rude girls. So what's the point of the musical? Uh, today's a big day. So if you're like, we actually got really lucky with when we're recording. Um, but as of today, we have an official sweet Tooth season two coming our way. Oh yeah, we do. Completely forgot about that. But yeah, absolutely fucking great news. Yeah. And I thought we talked about it last time. I don't know if we did or not, but like Loki got renewed for season two as well. Did we talk about it last time? We should remember. have because we talked about Loki last time. Yeah. So lot. we must have. We yeah. Yeah. We, we definitely did because it's at the end of season two, but yeah. Um, uh, there's a new Ghostbusters trailer out that I haven't watched. Yeah, I, I'm not going to watch it because I'm going to see that movie regardless. Yeah. I mean, the movie could be terrible, but I know it's got other cast, but Paul Rudd and Ghostbusters it wasn't that for me to see the movie. Yeah, that's all you have to tell me, and I'm sold. Yeah, in. Uh, the early reaction for Suicide Squad is in, and it is overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, I got an opportunity to see an early screening of it uh, at home, not like in the theater, but I chose not to. Uh, oh. Because I want to see it in theaters. And also, oh. we'll be doing an episode on it, and I realize I would forget more yeah. about it if I watched it sooner. Yeah, you'd have to like, take vigorous notes, and that's yes. like, quite fun. Um, let's see. Uh, we officially have Batfleck on the set of Flash, and Ben Affleck is back with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I'm excited by one of those news. I knew that you always uh, stand Benifer, so. Uh, yeah, and speaking of Ben Affleck, we have a trailer for The Duel out as well. Nothing to do with this podcast watched, is it good yeah yeah i'm really excited for it yeah I'm, uh, I'm excited to watch that film as well i mean the first script that affleck named written together since goodwill hunting directed by ridley scott i mean that's enough for me right there with adam driver uh yeah that's yeah, yeah and that's icing on the cake right there you already were giving me cake and then you put frosting on it yeah yeah sold and then we have a trailer for jackass forever as well which oh, it looks amazing which i i when for what it is when, when I saw what we were going to be talking about today, I saw a trailer for that uh, again in theaters, uh, and uh, I feel like that's going to be the front runner for Best Picture. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean it's going to be nominated, but I it mean, better be. It may not be the front runner. I mean, there's lots of uh, I'm sure sad stuff that Francis McDormand and Sean Penn will do this year. And of course, there's Hotel Transylvania Four. <laughs> yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler's got his uh, 
Oscar nod. He didn't get in, in Uncut Gym, so they're they're really going to make up for it with Hotel Transylvania 4. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Oscar. Uh, nominee? The, board? the Grouch? Yeah. The Grouch is a Green Day song. <laughs> you said Oscar. Off the album, Nimrod. Whatever. Fuck you. Don't go along That line that is in the song. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you heard the biggest news of the day yet, Alex. There was massive breaking Disney Marvel news. Think about the lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it might get ugly. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney. It's uh, day one. And I don't blame her, honestly. No, honestly. Uh, so she got $20 million for this movie. Yeah. But which she, Disney came back after she filed her lawsuit because she was supposed to she, have a... She had points on the back end. Uh, in the a no. lot of points. That means points in the back end means you get additional money based off the revenue that a movie gains yeah. during its theatrical run. Yeah, she could have made up to $50 million on this film. And I'm assuming based off of the fact that the set, it was, Which, I think, the biggest drop-off from any film maybe ever uh, from week one to week two. No, I don't know if it's – it was a bigger drop-off for a Marvel movie. Well, I know that. Yeah, without a doubt. But no, I, I think uh, – Fast and Furious F9 or whatever we're at now had a bigger drop off uh, from week one to week two. Anyways. Or maybe Space Jam had a bigger drop off. Regardless, uh, I'm right, of course, but uh, it, it was it was a massive yeah. drop off and everybody immediately was like, I knew that, that Marvel was pissed. I knew that there's a lot yeah. of people who were, or not Marvel, it was AMC who was yeah. Fucking livid. Which, which I, I understand where they're coming from too. I, get, yeah. I, I do think the Disney premiere played into the Disney premiere, obviously still the pandemic, but both those factors played into the massive drop off for uh, the week two. I mean, it gives us a, a big insight as to why they held off and didn't release it as a premiere access thing. Yeah. I mean, even at like four, I would have paid yeah. forty dollars. I'm curious at too home because if they released it in the middle of the pandemic. Shang Chi is uh, coming out in September, which isn't that far away. Uh, early September, so I'm curious if they're going to do premiere access for Shang-Chi. It, it might head that way. And that might have a bigger drop-off as well because Shang-Chi is a new commodity. Yeah. Uh, I figure it'd probably get Ant-Man-like numbers uh, during its premiere. Yeah. Like Ant-Man Quantumania numbers? No, no, no. Like the first Ant-Man movie, uh, which did well, but it's still one of the lower uh, opening weekend grossing movies for Marvel. Are you talking about the original uh, Michael Douglas film from 1976, yes. The Ant-Man? Yes, 100%. Uh, because that. we are in new timelines. Thanks, Kang. Yeah, way to go. Uh, no, that's Sylvie's fault. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's 100% Sylvie's fault. Uh, but today, uh, we didn't even we buried the lead entirely. We're talking about old. Yeah, uh, old, the oh, sorry, Shyamalan movie. That, do you think that this news uh, is going to impact Black Widow's future in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I really don't know, and it, it's hard to say without... We're, Spoiling we're, like, we're like yeah. four hours into this news. It's brand new With, news. I, I don't. I have thoughts on it, but I, I'd have to spoil Black Widow. I don't want to do that because it's not a Black Widow episode. We uh, did spoil it. So I know, but Black Widow. It, it, people might skip that, and people might be waiting not for the Disney, for Widow? yeah, okay, for the fine, Disney uh, plus free release. Uh, however, uh, oh yeah, we're talking about old. A Matt Shyamalan horror movie. Oh, well, uh, do you want my opinion on whether sure, or not it's going sure. to affect the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Black Widow going yes. forward? Yes, 100%. Okay. okay. I think that and there it, you have it. this might be the last time that we see Black Widow. Okay. She's got a nice bow wrapped on her now. I mean, I see her in the comics all the time. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think this might be the last we see of Scarlett Johansson in this role. Okay, she's going to be murdered? There's bad blood. Okay. Anywho, oh. let's get to old. 
Uh, anyways, like I said, and that Shyamalan horror movie based off a French graphic novel. Called this is Sandcastle. the second, uh, I want to say maybe third, but I want, I know it's the second French graphic novel that we've covered. Uh, we did Snowpiercer, which yep. is based off the TV series that is, uh, based off a graphic novel, although the movie's more closely tied to it. Uh, so, and before you saw the movie, what were your thoughts going into it? I was beyond excited. Me too. Uh, I, I was excited as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gil Garcia Bernal, who played one of the leads. Uh, uh, where do you know him from? I mean, Itumama Tambien is probably his most like well-known role, but Maurice Perro is probably my favorite thing I've seen him in, but he was also fantastic in Mozart in the Jungle. He was incredible in Mozart in the Jungle. Which I really think if you just want something that's just a low-key, just like super chill show, like that is a great, I think there's all four seasons are on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's a great place to go. Yeah, it was kind of a, a surprise when it didn't get renewed for this fifth season. But it definitely had a, a drop-off in quality. I think he won a Golden Globe for it as well. Oh, yeah, uh, early on. It was a, it yeah. was a massive success its first couple seasons. Great show. Watch it. Uh, also had Rufus Sewell, who I'm a massive fan of. He is fantastic. Also, and coincidentally, also in an Amazon Prime series, A Man in the High Castle, which he was really good in. But he's also in Dark City, which is a fantastic uh, neo-noir film that I really enjoyed. Which one is that in this movie? Have you ever seen Dark City? Rufus Sewell was a doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have the you seen Dark City? Older gentleman? Yes. Quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah. I have not. No. You 100% should watch it. It's a fantastic film. Okay. It's made by the same guy that did uh, Alex Garland, uh, who did like 28, not 28 weeks. He Days? wrote, but he did Months? Devs m- m- most Years? recently uh, with, uh, what's his face, Ron Swanson oh, on Epic okay. Hulu. Uh, he did Ex Machina. Yeah. Oh shit! I yeah, love yeah, that yeah, film. yeah. So watch Dark City. It's fantastic. It was watch the first Ex film. Machina. Shit. Yeah. If you want to see uh, my boy Oscar Isaac get a little chubby and be yeah. absolutely fucking wild, go watch sort of that thing. film. We didn't talk about Dune at all, but Dune is not really a comic book, so we'll skip that. Eh, there's it's Dark Horse. I think we. Oh we yeah, could, we could. Maybe we will whenever we talk about it. That, that, anyway, we'll, we'll stay on topic yeah. for now. Anyways, yeah. back to old. Um, um, the but, premise of the film uh, is these. Uh, strangers or families, yeah. groups of strangers. People go on vacation. Going on vacation at this incredible resort on this wild island. Uh, gives you a big Jurassic Park feel, especially yes. at the beginning. But what happens is they're taken to this beach that they can't really get off of. And we'll dive into that. Uh, and on this beach, they age rapidly. Yes. Uh, Slowly at first. Yes. But over the hours, hours become years. And I will say this. This is a... PG thirteen horror movie as well. Uh, it's not rated R. Uh, and I, I thought didn't there, know that going in. Yeah, neither did I. I didn't realize until afterwards. But I thought there were some pretty like horrific moments for a PG thirteen horror movie. Oh yeah, I can think of a big one in the cave that we yeah. get to. Uh, also, spoilers for old. Yeah. Um, but like Matt said, they go to this beach. Uh, it's this family that gets bust there, uh, and. Uh, and there's already somebody at the beach as well when they arrive. Uh, the famous rapper, Midsize Sedan. Which, by uh, the way, can we just take a moment to really appreciate the fact that... Uh, so this family gets to the beach with another family. And there's already a gentleman there. Yeah. And his name... He's a rapper. His name is Midsize... Not full-size. Yeah. Midsize Sedan. Yeah. Which is a great hip-hop name. <laughs> I can love yeah. that name. I will say, too, just to paint a picture. There is a family of four. Uh, a mom and a dad with, I want to say, a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old originally. Uh, six and 11. Six and 11. Uh, another family with the doctor, which by put by Rufus Sewell, his She's much younger wife. Five or six, yeah. Uh, and and then their daughter. daughter. Yes. Five or six-year-old wife. And then his mother as well. 
Yeah. Uh, his elderly mom. And then another group as well shows up. That's a middle-aged couple. Yep. And at the very beginning, we see mid-sized sedan on the beach with his uh, girlfriend uh, or friend, as we might find yeah, out. Yeah, companion. Later. Companion. Somebody who he's there with. Uh, she ends up floating onto the beach yeah. and is deceased. Yeah, I will say too, like, I want to backtrack a little bit, but like, we get to the resort, like, when you arrive, like, they have oh, like yeah, mixed drinks ready for you based on like your profile. I'll say those drinks looked amazing. Like, if I arrived at a hotel, they looked delicious. Yeah, right? it, it, and they had that for me. I would have no hesitation to just yeah. like stop this. Down. They had a free candy bar for the kids. Even as an adult, I'm like, please take me to the free candy bar. I'd also like to see that. Yeah, they got these, these badass looking drinks that were, they said were based on their like, uh, food preferences yes. that they gave them. I was, I thought that was really creative. I, I, I thought, like, oh, like, that's a great thing for a resort to do. The opening of this made me want to go to like a, a tropical resort like yeah. it it sold that part very very well i feel it like it seemed very tech heavy yes uh and uh, i thought that was generally well uh a really modern hotel. yes the son also this thing where when he introduces him ask people their name he also asks what they do for a living as well too I which i thought yeah i thought that was it's a very six-year-old thing to do yeah. uh and it also plays a, a part in the plot later on so i thought that was a Clever way to do that without being like heavy handed all some some might find it heavy handed. Yeah. I didn't um, think that was heavy handed at all. But oh, yeah. we'll get to that later and we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah, and I will say like some of this may come from because like I've read like a bunch of different people's thoughts on the cell and I think some people have been like overly critical of it, like any horror film, but especially this one, you can like pick apart like little things and like like Matt said, they get to this beach and they age rapidly and they attempt to explain some things away about like why their hair doesn't grow or why their fingernails don't grow. Because those are dead cells, and that's why they don't grow. Or why the kids are eating a lot, because they're growing at a faster rate, like going through so you eat more. Uh, and other stuff, which I thought I thought that was good enough for me to explain stuff away. You, you, if you want, you could pick apart other stuff, but I, I was not here for that. I was enjoying the ride as I watched the movie. You have to do a suspension of disbelief when you're going into a film, if you're going to judge it. Yes. And when you're in horror films, that doesn't happen. Yeah. As a critic... Uh, what a lot of critics fail to do when they watch horror films and every review that I read had a lot of negative things to say. They also have a lot of positive things sure. to say, but there's a lot of negative things and almost all those negative things I was able to write off as you have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. You have to go in there and just, okay, here's what it is. If you're trying to pick a plot, plot holes, you can do that in every single film ever. Is that fun for anybody to do? Yeah. No. I mean, for some people, they get off on that sort of thing, but like uh, I'm not that kind if of person. There are big glaring gaps that just don't sure. make sense. Okay, yeah, fine. I'm I will do that as well. Yeah, but with this, everything was minor. They tried to even explain certain parts. Sure, I, I, I was on board with it. Yeah, no, and, and it was it wasn't like a big exposition. Like, oh, we have yeah. to really figure out why our hair and our nails yeah. aren't growing. Yeah, like 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 mind it picks were more like minor stuff, like. The mom and the family kept mincing like that she worked at a museum. I'm like, I don't need to hear about this anymore. Like, you, you didn't mention it like eight times. Like, I get it. You mentioned it once or twice, and like, that's it. But like, that's so minor, like, on a list of complaints. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought casting wise, so the kids age up through it, obviously. They're six and 11, they age up to their teenage years, and they age up to adulthood, and then spoilers towards the end, but towards middle age. I thought casting did a fantastic job. They really did. And I thought performance-wise, for all, for both the two main kids, were great throughout every single age as well, too. Uh, I really enjoyed. Uh, they were probably my two favorite characters throughout it. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Yeah, when they become, uh, in their teenage years, uh, <laughs> those characters, uh, the, the guy is from, uh, he's the kid from Hereditary. He's oh, is he really? Yeah, good call. Yeah. 
Uh, that's where I recognized him from. I didn't recognize the teenage daughter though. Uh, she did a great job. Of yeah. Um, they also while they're so on the beach when they get there, they realize that they're eating early. Like Matt mentioned, sort of hinted at they the Mitai Sedan's companion washes up on the shore dead. Uh, his nose is always bleeding, and they try and leave, but they can't leave. Anytime they walk through the caves, they become extremely like dizzy and discombobulated, and they wake up outside back on the beach after being blacked out. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of get a, a sense that that's going to be the case early on. M. Night Shyamalan uh, does a guest role in this. Uh, I guess he's, he's actually got a pretty si- decent yeah. sized role in the movie. He's watching and filming them from cliffs above and taking notes yep. and readings. He also took everybody there and was like, I yes. can't help you bring your stuff to the beach. Yeah. Uh, so I, which I also want because, I mean, some people might have been annoyed by it, but it was also bit meta about how the director of the film was also watching these people through a lens as well too. Yeah. Uh, which I, I no issue with that at all. Uh, so, I mean, this is a horror film. We talked about the things that I, you thought were most horrific in the film. Like, what was the big moment for you? That, like, like, oh, that is just absolutely messed up or terrifying or horrifying. Obviously, there's a scene in the cave with the, uh, the extremely vain woman who's constantly talking about calcium and how she has a calcium deficiency yeah how you have to have strong bones and yes. you gotta sit up straight to her to her young daughter yeah it's like if you want to be ugly and yeah. boys won't want to date you yeah then you can slouch think of like like i think she's cast like a vain like influencer like an instagram like influencer type yeah, and yeah. she's young 20s yeah uh, and her husband is uh early 50s yeah that's what she's I like mid 20s probably yeah. mid yeah. to late 20s uh yeah uh that was super fucked up because everything uh, progresses uh, rapidly, so that means everything heals. Yes, there was the rapidly. scene earlier where Mitsai Sedan gets his cheek cut by the doctor, and he holds it and he released it, and there's just a scar. It's already healed. Yeah, which is how we learned about that. Yeah, we learned about the the intense healing factor. Yes, because as you're aging, you also heal quicker as they well. Also, cut a uh, gigantic tumor out which of, was a really like a, a great horrifying moment a wonderful yeah. visceral scene which we should mention as well that they're all brought to this island they figure out that at least one person in each family has something wrong with them uh the tumor for the wife of the main family the doctor has early onset alzheimer's i believe yeah, uh deficiency yeah life. uh mid-size sedan had blood clot issues i believe yeah. something along those lines uh the other middle-aged family, the wife has seizures. Um, oh, and the husband's super famous. He was in, uh, he's been in lots and lots yes. of movies. I don't know his name. Neither do I. He was in the Lost, wasn't he, too? I think of someone else. Uh, if he was one of the others, maybe. But he was in High Maintenance as the uh, LSD doctor, or the LSD vet. The LS, the microdosing vet. <laughs> I can't even remember High Ma- Oh, yes, the TV series High Maintenance. Okay, yes. I was thinking of a movie. On HBO Max. Uh, yeah, he was great in it. He, he was a nurse as well. He also had some medical experience with a doctor. I, I promise you see him in lots of other things. He's a uh, he's a wonderful character actor. Uh, but what happens is you anytime you try to escape... I did check. He wasn't lost. He played Miles in Lost, which is where I know him from. Okay, there you go. He's been in the industry most recently as well for anyone that watched that show on HBO. Okay, excellent. So I, I'm assuming he was one of the others then. Maybe I can yeah. He might have been like, remember, like when Lost like introduced like four new people, and they each got like their own like storyline. Oh yeah, like, uh, right towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, where did these? Where he he might have been one of them. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, he was great, and so was his wife. Oh, his wife suffered from seizures. Yes. Yeah. 
And she was a psychiatrist, I believe, or a psychologist. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, to me, even though I know that's a really ignorant thing to say. Yeah, they, they uh, spent a lot of time on why they're all there, why yes. everything's happening to them, and maybe there's a way that they can use their skills to get out yes. of there. Yeah. And they try. Like, they, we, we mentioned the caves. But, like, okay, like, let's go back to the most horrifying moment. So, you thought it was the woman with a calcium deficiency. Um, I mean, it was the most visceral-looking thing. It was the yes. most horror genre thing. Yeah. She's uh, crawling towards the uh, teenagers yes. in the cave, the brother and sister combination. Um, and Well, there's two other moments that I think are absolutely just but, fucked up in a different way. But that's the most <laughs> because one. Yes, because her bones are breaking, but they're also setting and healing. Instantly. Instantly, so like she comes like this grotesque, like almost like well, like a ring, like in the movie The Ring, like type, like monster, uh, like it is, it is dark and messed up and awful, and like the whole time she's like screaming, like because they keep lighting matches to like make because she's throwing stones at them, and she's like, "Don't look at me," like type yeah. stuff, like. So here's here's what I would I would say to our listeners in order to describe this: uh, put your hand at the top of your shoulder and then mm-hmm. put it six inches down and then snap it in a ninety yes. degree right angle and then six inches down, yeah. snap that in a ninety degree yeah. right angle until you're all the way down and that's all of your arms yes. and all of your legs and she's just a twisted, yes. contorted, fucked up mess, walking like staring, a crab monster, uh, staring at the kids like don't yeah. look at me, yeah, yeah, so yeah. fucked up. Uh, I think for me the most horrifying moment was the six-year-old son and the four or five-year-old daughter when their teenagers are away in a tent. Oh, And man. they come out. This is great. And when they're teenagers, and she's pregnant, uh, which is just so horrifying because it happened so quickly. Like, it's disturbing because they're just mentally like their children as well, too. Yeah. Uh, which just makes it an extra lore horrifying. Their, and then, their and mental then, capacities are... Yes. Up as well. Yes. But I wouldn't say they're quite in line correct. with it. Correct. Especially then during that yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she gives birth and the baby like dies instantly because like when it hasn't been fed in seconds, that's like it not being fed in months like on this time. Yeah. It, so they, they put it down and it was – they said it even really quick. Like, it died due to neglect because we put it down mm-hmm. for literally 10 seconds. Yeah. And it was an infant. Yeah, and I read that someone did the math on there, and and it said like the amount of time that they, like from birth to being held was like ten days of like not uh, of like nothing. So it was obviously ten days of no attention and no food, uh, which is just like absolutely horrifying. That was that was super fucked up. And then um, watching the mom of that child uh, try to climb up the rocks and get yeah. the fuck out of there, and then just the amazing acting of the uh, the guy from Hereditary. Yes. The teenage son, uh, as he is watching his girlfriend, spouse, fall from the rocks to her death. Oh, I know. Absolutely brutal. For me, like, the horrifying moment was when Rufus Sewell stabs mid-sized Dan, just, like, repeatedly with a knife. And, like, again, like, I should mention, like, this is a PG-13 movie, so, like, you don't actually, like, see, like, the knife go in, but you see the jabbing motions and hear it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it was just... It was just awful. And, like, it, I mean, it plays into, like, the fact that, like, there's an early, you have early onset Alzheimer's, all uh, people, especially. It could, it could be, like, a racial thing as well, to where you had racial fears, and, like, that really presented itself. Uh, he never got to find out, sadly, what that movie was with Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> did you look it up on IMDb to see if you could figure it out? I did, but I forgot. But I did read that 
if you saw this movie at the Alamo Draft House, that they played a trailer for that movie beforehand. That's fucking Yeah. Uh, I thought that's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, I... And I actually did try to see this movie at the Alamo Draft House, but the one I was in... Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, you were down in yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in Arlington, but the one nearest was closed still. Oh, so, yeah. Brutal. I know. By the way, if you've never been to an Alamo Draft House, you need to go. We have one in Oklahoma City or Middle State now, don't we? No, but we have a few things that are similar. Okay, uh, I know they're going to open an open an Alamo here. Uh, there, there were talks of it. We'll see. Okay, uh, yeah, I guess with them filing for bankruptcy at one point, it might not happen. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, but there's uh, some brew pub cinema type things. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've got quite a few of those. Yeah. And even though our favorite theater, the Warren's been overtaken by Regal, it's still a nice experience as well. Absolutely. Unless their IMAX shuts down and you can't see Black Widow for three hours. <laughs> and then you get really uh, upset for really no reason for something that nobody can control. And then you throw your popcorn and drink away before you even had a bite of your popcorn. Yeah. Fiscal responsibility. Yeah. I don't know who would do that. Probably some fucking douchebag. <laughs> um, okay. Not a cool guy like Matt Golden. So, that guy's sick. Anyways, the I want to jump towards the end but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the sudden daughter of Spoilers the main old. couple uh they're middle-aged and they're the, the last two left yes and they realize their one, parents survived they realize that the kid yes which died. is a really sad ending as well too I oh thought. by the way yeah that was super dark I know. And, and depressing they just died of old age uh, yeah uh but they're the last two survivors uh one of the kid mentioned so now he's a middle-aged man that there was no that he never did it coded from a boy he made from the, at the hotel that boy, the his uncle ran the hotel, which I mentioned earlier. So I had to discover it. Some hint about like the coral, whatever. So they think My that uncle the, doesn't like the yes, coral. Yes, yeah. So they said they swim out to the coral and might see to escape. Uh we never see them get out because for some reason uh the woman decided to wear a shawl while swimming in the ocean. Uh which I thought and she gets cooked on some coral. Yeah, and but, instead of so here's that was the or, only thing that I didn't Or like. taking it off, yeah. Yeah, you could have <laughs> Taken off the sweater. instantly, yeah, yeah, and then it's got the fuck yeah. out of there. But she has to rip it off. Also, the, coral. the strongest coral of all time. Uh-oh. Yeah, that coral is fierce. Um. Anyways, so it cuts to Matt Shyamalan, and then we get a reveal that this was all for some pharmaceutical company, uh, testing their drugs that they make the mixed drinks that I mentioned earlier to see like how successful they mass produce them uh, to the public. I know some people like weren't like a fan of like that because the graphic novel ends differently. The graphic novel ends with just the uh, kids on the beach realizing and like accepting their fate and death. Like that's how the graphic that the at Sandcastle ends. Oh, bleak. Yes, yeah, very bleak. Ah, uh, I'm someone that like wants answers and wants more and like wanted justice, so I was very happy w- with the ending of this movie. I am too, except I for one scene. Say like, you also had the. You know, this false sense that the movie's about to end at any second. Yes. Uh, so I was totally content with the fact that they were about to die on that beach. Yeah. And I was like, bring me sequels. Like, this yeah. was fun. Yeah. I had a great time on this beach. They didn't. I sure <laughs> did. Uh, I had a, a wonderful fucking time watching that. And then they get off, and then yeah. there's the explanation. I love it. Yeah. I, like, I loved him handing the notebook to the cop he made met the day before. Like, notebook that had names of people who had been missing, yeah. could they have been out on the beach. Yeah, the kid who is now uh, a 45-year-old man yeah. remembers that he asked the profession of a bunch of people. Yeah. And he remembers that there was a policeman. Yes. And goes and brings the notebook that he yeah. finds on the beach 
that says a, a list of names of people who died before they got there. And I love them causing the scene in the hotel as well, which probably people will find it like unrealistic. But I love seeing like the horrified looks from the uncle and then the woman who's serving the drink as well, who also worked for the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. The the I could have done without the helicopter scene at at the end though. Uh, when they were flying back over the beach and they're like, "Oh, don't worry, they've all been arrested. We're we're taking you to your aunt." Like I needed that just at the hotel with them talking about like what happened because it's hard for me to believe that someone would like call their aunt and be like, "Okay, you know your six year old and eleven year old niece." They're now in their 40s. Your brother. They're now older yeah, than you are. Your brother or your sister is dead. Uh, yeah. Due to magic. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Just fly him over. Uh, yeah, I don't think that we needed that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it, it was like a Jurassic Park. Um, I also don't think that in Jurassic Park that we needed that, <laughs> that helicopter scene at the end with them getting off. And I don't think we needed dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. I agree. You could have just made it a regular zoo. Yeah. Not even just a regular petting zoo. <laughs> A heavy petting zoo. <laughs> not a petting zoo, not a regular zoo, but a heavy petting yes. zoo. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> we are I, in Oklahoma, so. I know you mentioned sequels. There's a chance we won't see sequels for this based off the ending. But it, being a horror movie, we could see 25 sequels that are like straight to DVD like type sequels. I did just watch Spiral that I told you about before this yeah. podcast, uh, and you never fucking know. Yeah. Uh, I I honestly now that I've seen it, I hope there's not one. Sure. Um, if it had ended 20 minutes earlier, I would have been crying. Also, for I the sequel. I wanted to ask you this. Uh, just <laughs> what are your general thoughts on it and that Shyamalan? I think that he is a wickedly talented. Uh, inventive, creative, um, and a lot of the stuff that I I, I read a lot about him and in, in his films leading up to this, I like him Night Shyamalan a lot. I do like I a lot of people like I know he doesn't stick his landing or his endings a lot of time. A lot of people have like very strong opinions about him, but people like criticize his dialogue, yeah, they criticize his endings, they criticize all sorts of yes. shit about this guy. But like I have never like once watched a single one of his films and be like I absolutely hated that. And like there's films I thought have been okay, but like The Lady in the Water, I thought was a fine movie. Even The Happening, people hated. Like I watched it in theaters and I thought that was a fine movie. I don't have any like hate for anything he's done. I I I detested the happening. I also am not a big Mark Wahlberg fan, mm-hmm. um, but man, that that movie was rough. Uh, I will say too, if anyone has, I think I recommend Server on Apple TV. He's the producer on that. He didn't create it, but you can see the influence. It's a very gothic horror show, which so is really he, dark and messed up. Yeah, I've heard insane things. Yes, about yeah, it, it is a really. Uh, I recommend it to pretty much anyone that enjoys horror. Yeah, that is that is one that is on my list. But yeah, I, I've never had a problem with Shyamalan. He he reinvented the twist. And I have never seen Signs. No, wait, oh. not Signs. No, I love Signs. I've never seen The Sixth Sense. Oh, I mean, you still need to watch it. Yeah. You know how it ends, but you still sure. should watch it. All right, so what do you rate old on a scale of 1 to 10? It's an 8 for me. I gave it a 7. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, I was excited to see it in theaters. Uh, and for a PG-13 horror movie, uh, being that said, I think if you have a little more leeway. And it's a very successful PG-13 horror movie. One of the best, if not, well, probably not the best PG-13 horror movie I've seen. But it's up there. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. It is a very strong yeah. uh, horror film. I'm excited for the horror movies that we have coming out the rest of the year. Well... Next week, we could be going back to theaters again, or you can stay at home, because next week, or next episode, I do that every time. We both do it. Anyways, we're talking about The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn-led yeah. vehicle, which I think 
maybe both of us, but I know one of us said it was the most anticipated film of 2021. We talked about the our end of your list. Oh, uh, one of us did say that? Yes. I can't remember which one, but I, did, I, I know I one of us did. I it being either of us. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, it's going to be on HBO Max on August 5th. It'll also be in theaters simultaneously at the same time. I am probably going to go to theaters, but who knows? I could just be lazy and watch it at home. Yeah, I just had to replace uh, television at home, so I upgraded. Uh, so I will be plugging in my soundbar. To a 32-inch Magnavox. <laughs> yeah, I, I got my my 24-inch VCR <laughs> DVD combo television. Wow, uh, you really tweet yourself. Down on in front you plug in those RCA cables and get it going. You know that I will. Make sure the coax is screwed in all the way, though, so you, you don't want to have a <laughs> static picture. Alex, tell the people where they can find us. Uh, you can email us to hintrainacomic.gmail.com. We've got a Facebook. We've got an Instagram. We've got everything. Uh, as always, I'm Alex Ashback. And don't shoot, shoot, shoot that thing at me. Hinchin' ain't easy. Hinchin' ain't easy.